Hello, this is Samantha Shares. This episode covers an advisory letter issued by the FDIC on managing commercial real estate concentrations in a challenging economic environment. These principles apply to all financial institutions, which is why we are sharing it here. Both were issued December 18th. The following is an audio version of that advisory and the press release. This podcast is educational and is not legal advice. We are sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions Incorporated, whose team has over 240 years of national credit union administration experience. We assist our clients with NCUA so they save time and money. If you are worried about a recent upcoming or in-process NCUA examination, reach out to learn how they can assist at marktrichel.com. Also check out our other podcast called With Flying Colors, where we provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. And now the advisory letter. The FDIC is issuing this letter to re-emphasize the importance of strong capital and credit loss allowance levels, as well as robust credit risk management practices for institutions with concentrated CRE exposures. Institutions with significant CRE concentrations are advised to consider the risk management principles discussed in the Joint Guidance on Concentrations in Commercial Real Estate Lending, Sound Risk Management Practices issued December 6, 2006, and the Interagency Policy Statement on Allowances for Credit Losses revised April 27, 2023. The advisory also identifies key risk management actions for financial institutions with significant CRE concentrations to manage through changes in market conditions. Maintain strong capital levels. Ensure that credit loss allowances are appropriate. Manage construction and development and CRE loan portfolios closely. Maintain updated financial and analytical information. Bolster the loan workout infrastructure and maintain adequate liquidity and diverse funding sources. Institutions are encouraged to continue making CRE credit available in their communities using prudent lending standards that rely on strong underwriting and loan administration practices. The full text of the letter follows. Managing commercial real estate concentrations in a challenging economic environment. This advisory to insured state non-member banks and savings associations re-emphasizes the importance of strong capital, appropriate credit loss allowance levels, and robust credit risk management practices when managing commercial real estate CRE concentrations. This advisory replaces an advisory issued in 28-1 that emphasized these same points during a time when CRE market conditions had weakened, most notably in the construction and development C and D sector. This advisory conveys several key risk management practices for FD. I see supervised institutions to consider in managing CRE loan concentrations in the current challenging economic environment. The advisory also continues to emphasize the importance of effectively managing liquidity and funding risks, which can compound lending risks, particularly for CRE-concentrated institutions. This advisory does not create new risk management principles. However, it does update and build upon previously issued guidance. Previous Challenging Economic Environments The FDIC recognizes that financial institutions play a critical role in the economic vitality of the communities they serve by providing credit for businesses, often for CRE purposes, including real estate development. However, concentrations in CRE lending add dimensions of risk that warrant attention. CRE lending concentrations combined with weak risk management practices contributed significantly to past asset quality problems and bank failures. 
One example is the banking and thrift crisis of the 1980s and early 1990s. Bank decisions to loosen CRE lending standards during the 1980s were based primarily on the assumption that real estate values' collateral values would continue to rise in the future as they had in the then-recent past. Another example is the banking crisis of 2008 to 2013 which impacted the many financial institutions that had greatly increased their holdings of and concentrations in, in particular, loans to finance the development and construction of real estate C and D loans in the period leading up to the crisis. In these crises when CRE markets deteriorated, poor management of CRE lending concentrations led to increased credit losses. Further, many CRE-concentrated institutions that failed also relied on funding sources other than stable deposits and had lower levels of capital. Current Challenging Economic Environment and Real Estate Conditions Recent weaknesses in the current economic environment and in fundamentals related to various CRE sectors have increased the FDIC's overall concern for state non-member institutions with concentrations of CRE loans. CRE market and lending conditions have been significantly influenced by governmental and societal responses to the pandemic, rapidly rising interest rates, and the prolonged inverted yield curve. Also, CRE investment property capitalization rates have not kept pace with recent rapid increase in long-term interest rates, which leads to concerns about general overvaluation of underlying collateral. CRE vacancy rates are rising, most notably in the office sector, but also in multifamily. Office vacancy rates are affected by the demand for traditional office space, which has slowed due to the popularity of remote work. Office attendance is approximately 50% of its pre-pandemic level. In addition to large amounts of available space, high levels of office loans and office leases are maturing or expiring in the next few years. The multifamily sector vacancy rate is also high in some markets due in part to potential overbuilding. Rapid absorption of multifamily space experienced in 2021 has since slowed, while the pace of new construction remains brisk. Refinancing office and multifamily loans could be challenging in an environment of pressured rent growth, higher interest rates, and lower property values, particularly for those institutions with CRE concentrations in areas with surplus office and multifamily space. The FDIC's concern also extends to the subset of banks with elevated C and D concentrations, which subset has risen in recent quarters but remains well below the 2007 peak. Banks with significant exposure to C and D loans had substantial credit losses during the 2008-2013 banking crisis, and banks currently engaged in C and D lending could be affected by weaknesses in the current economic environment and real estate fundamentals. The FDIC continues to be concerned that institutions with concentrated CRE exposures may be vulnerable to real estate downturns, and is reminding such FDIC supervised institutions of the importance of ensuring that credit risk management practices practices are strong, reliable funding sources are in place and liquidity contingency plans are robust, property valuation policies and procedures capture changes to property values, capital and allowance for credit losses as CL levels are appropriate, and workout processes are well-defined and ready to be deployed. It is strongly recommended that, as market conditions warrant institutions with CRE concentrations, particularly in office, lending increased capital to provide ample protection from unexpected losses if market conditions deteriorate further. Managing CRE Concentrations 
In December 2006, the FDIC and the other prudential regulators issued concentrations in commercial real estate lending, sound risk management practices CRE guidance. Institutions with significant CRE concentrations are reminded that strong risk management, governance, capital, and appropriate echo levels are needed to help mitigate risks. Institutions with overall credit risk management processes that reflect consideration of the principles of the 26 CRE guidance are better positioned to manage through adverse economic environments. The principles and the 26 CRE guidance remain relevant, particularly in challenging economic environments and particularly for institutions engaged in significant CRE lending strategies to help them remain healthy and profitable while continuing to serve the credit needs of the community. The FDIC has identified six key risk management actions to help institutions with significant C&D and CRE concentrations manage through changes in market conditions. Maintain strong capital levels. Capital provides institutions with protection against unexpected losses, particularly in stress markets. Institutions with significant C&D and CRE exposures may require more capital because of uncertainty about market conditions causing an elevated risk of unexpected losses. As market conditions warrant, proactive directorates and management take steps to increase capital levels to support significant CRE concentrations and mitigate the impact of potential loss. Maintenance of an appropriate level of capital to protect an institution from unexpected losses related to C&D and CRE concentrations is an important consideration when contemplating cash dividends. Ensure that credit loss allowances are appropriate institutions are expected to determine their CLs in accordance with U.S. generally accepted accounting principles GOP and regulatory reporting instructions, relevant supervisory guidance, their stated policies and procedures, and management's best judgment. Prudent credit management includes periodic, at least quarterly, analysis of the collectability of CRE and all other exposures and maintenance of CLs at a level that is appropriate to cover expected credit losses on individually evaluated loans, as well as expected credit losses in the remainder of the loan portfolio. In reviewing their CL methodology, institutions with significant C&D and CRE concentrations are advised to consult recent supervisory guidance. In accordance with GUP, management should consider the effects of past events, current conditions, and reasonable and supportable forecasts on the collectability of the institution's loans. Specifically, GUP requires management to use relevant forward-looking information and expectations drawn from reasonable and supportable forecasts when estimating expected credit losses. While historical loss information generally provides a basis for an institution's assessment of expected credit losses, management should consider whether further adjustments to historical loss information are needed to reflect the extent to which current conditions and reasonable and supportable forecasts differ from the conditions that existed during the historical loss period. Manage C&D and CRE loan portfolios closely consistent with Parts 364 and 365 of the FDIC rules and regulations and their appendices, institutions should maintain prudent lending standards and credit administration practices that consider the risks of material C&D and CRE concentrations. This includes management information systems that provide the board and management with relevant data on concentrations levels and related market conditions, including for concentration or market segments, as appropriate. Portfolio and loan level stress tests or sensitivity analysis can be an invaluable tool in identifying and quantifying the impact of changing economic conditions and changing loan level fundamentals on asset quality, earnings, and capital.
Applying adverse scenarios while conducting stress tests or sensitivity analysis helps banks adjust risk management processes, capital planning, liquidity management, collateral valuation processes, and workout procedures to prepare for credit risk problems before they impact earnings and capital. Additionally, appropriate risk management practices include maintaining a strong credit review and risk rating system 12 that identifies deteriorating credit trends early. It is important for institutions to effectively manage interest reserves and loan accommodations 14 reflecting the borrower's condition accurately in loan ratings and documented reviews. Maintain updated financial and analytical information. Prudent institutions with CRE and or C and D concentrations maintain recent borrower financial statements, including property cash flow statements, rent rolls, guarantor personal statements, tax return data, and other income property performance information to better understand their borrower's ability to repay and overall financial condition and enable timely identification of adverse trends. Such institutions emphasize global financial analysis of obligors, including in relation to pending loan maturities and lease expirations, as well as the concentration of individual property owners, builders, or developers in a loan portfolio. As real estate market and individual property conditions change, it is important for management to consider the continued relevance of appraisals and evaluations performed during prior economic or market and interest rate conditions and update collateral valuation information as necessary 15 maintaining updated financial and analytical information provides key inputs to foster meaningful stress testing or scenario analysis described above. Bolster the loan workout infrastructure. Well-prepared institutions ensure they have sufficient staff and appropriate skill sets to properly manage an increase in problem loans and workouts. Likewise, institutions that have a ready network of legal appraisal, real estate brokerage, and property management professionals to handle additional prospective workouts are better situated for more positive outcomes. Maintain adequate liquidity and diverse funding sources. Since liquidity and funding risks may be compounded in challenging interest rate and economic environments, it is important for institutions to have a comprehensive management process for identifying, measuring, monitoring, and controlling liquidity and funding risks. Recent industry events have underscored risks related to relying on funding concentrations, such as high levels of uninsured deposits, and the importance of robust liquidity risk management and contingency funding planning. Institutions that have identified appropriate levels of cash and cash equivalents that have identified and are able to use a stable and diverse range of funding mechanisms and that have identified and tested sources of contingent liquidity, including establishing and testing access to the Federal Reserve discount window, are better positioned to profitably support CRE concentrations. robust credit risk management practices. Institutions are encouraged to continue making C&D and CRE credit available in their communities using prudent lending standards that rely on strong underwriting and loan administration practices. The appendix includes selected FD, IC regulations, supervisory guidance, and other relevant information for additional details about matters discussed in this advisory. 
refer to the FDIC's regulations, supervisory guidance, and other information for additional details about matters discussed in this advisory. This concludes the FDIC advisory letter on managing commercial real estate concentrations in a challenging economic environment. FYI, the co-author of the NCUA's Commercial Loan Rule is a member of our team at Credit Union Exam Solutions. If your credit union could use assistance with your exam, reach out to Mark Trichel on LinkedIn or at marktrichel.com. This is Samantha Shares, and we thank you for listening.